Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in Nicole Creamy. She is the author of a new book that the uh, that the Premier actually made mention of, of at one of his uh, news conferences a while back. Uh, she is author of Patty and the Pandemic. Nicole Creamy is with us now. Nicole, thanks for your time. Hope you're doing well. Hi, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. So tell us how, first of all, tell us about the book. So Patty and the Pandemic is a book geared to kids about three to eight years old, so young elementary and and JK students. And it essentially follows Patty through her journey of coronavirus, um, not actually having coronavirus, but how she learns about it and then how she actually keeps herself and her friends safe. So readers can be one of Patty's pals and kind of learn about coronavirus and what they can do. And the whole goal of the book is that it's short, it's rhyming, it's fun and light. And it's meant to empower kids and make them feel like they have the ability to stay safe rather than to make them afraid. What a great idea, especially now. Boy, it's timely. What inspired you to do this? Why? Well, when I, I'm a medical student. And in March, we were told that we weren't going to be returning to school in person. And obviously, that was really disappointing for me. But one of the first things I thought about was how grateful I was that I was able to understand why I was being sent home. And, how I, and then I was thinking about how disappointed I would have been if when I was six years old during the SARS pandemic, I had been sent home because, you know, as a six-year-old or a three to eight-year-old, you really don't understand what's going on. And there weren't resources available that were accessible and fun for kids at that age. So I, my heart really went out to them and the parents trying to explain this. So I just kind of wanted to use my own personal interest in the arts and literature to alleviate some of that stress and kind of spread some positivity during these difficult times. You know, I'm, my wife and I were talking about this very thing uh, as school went back in, in September, and we have younger ones, uh, which are now older, but like every day, ever, or sorry, every year, you'd walk them to school for the first day, and we all know mm-hmm. what that experience was like. Obviously <laughs> couldn't do that this year. And my wife and I were talking, it's like, can you imagine those kids who are just starting JK and kindergarten this year, and this is their first school experience, and it's behind a mask. Exactly. And at that age, too, you're just learning how to interact with other kids. And these interactions are so important for them in their development. And, you know, we really do want the schools to stay open so that they can continue having these experiences. But in order to keep them open, we have to keep them safe, too, at the same time. So the hope is that in reading the book, maybe kids will understand a little bit more and they'll be more compliant even. And that could help keep them safer and keep schools open for longer. So what is the messaging in this book, Nicole? How do you get this across? Um, So I use a lot. All the illustrations were done by me because I'm a fine artist. And then so it's colorful, fun, and then all of the verses are rhyming. So it just kind of starts off talking about coronavirus, but it frames it as this bad bug rather than saying coronavirus and going into all of the virology and everything. And then it just talks about the main healthcare goals. So I actually had the book reviewed by Dr. Joanne Kieran, who is a public health uh, specialist, and Dr. Peter Adamson as well, who's been working um, a little bit on a higher government level to try to alleviate some of the healthcare needs during coronavirus. Um, so yeah, we've kind of just had it peer reviewed to make sure that the facts are kind of accurate. And that's it. From idea to completion, how long did this take? It was a six-month process. Um, There was one point during the summer when things kind of started getting lower, and I thought that maybe 
we wouldn't need the book as much. So I did take a little bit of a break from the book and kind of just left it as my own little home passion project. But as cases started to rise, that's when I really kind of geared up. And in the span of like two or three months, I really kind of finished most of the illustrations. But the text was done all the way back in April. So what has the response been? Obviously, the premier gave you a shout out. What about other response? The response has been incredibly, incredibly positive. It's been just so overwhelming, and I'm so grateful for everyone's support. Um, I've been having people reach out to me, parents, teachers, people who have even just had kids during the, during the pandemic, and their kids can't read them, but saying that they want it to be a memorabilia for their child. And it's just been so positive, and it makes me really grateful to be a part of this community, and it reminds me of how much goodness there really is and how even though we're physically separated, we're still so united for because of this cause. How do we get the book, Nicole? You can get it at pattyandthepandemic.org. So right on the homepage, there's a big buy now button. And then also if people already have a book or don't have kids to give a book to, but they do want to donate to the charity that the money is, that the profits are going to, there's a big donate button as well where they can just donate money to the charity. And how many of these have you delivered so far? So right now we've been at pre-order. We're getting our first bulk order of books in today and we'll be delivering them this weekend. But we've sold over 1,500 copies, which is pretty exciting considering that sales opened up just about two days ago. So you're at Mac. Uh, Tell us about uh, what year are you in? What are you studying? I'm in my second year and I'm studying medicine. So I'm with the Michael Michael G. DeGroote School of Medicine. And what do you hope to be when you grow up? (laughs) Um, well, I want to be a surgeon. So once I graduate in two years, I'll be a doctor, and then I I want to specialize to do surgery. Now, has this experience changed any of your career aspirations as a result? Um, well, I've always wanted to be an author, and I always I always kind of had a goal that throughout my life, if there was anything that I thought was meaningful enough to write about, that I would do it. So this has kind of given me the skills and the experience. So I know that throughout my career, I can create books in the future. And it kind of made me realize that I do like working with kids a lot more. So I would consider more of a pediatric end of surgery. But, you know, I'm still early on in my career. So there's plenty of time to figure out things a little bit more. Yeah, I'm sure your, mind's, your, I'm sure your mind will change a few times between now and them. What, what about uh, reaction from those at Mac, your profs and such? What has their reaction been? Um, same as everybody else, they've been very supportive. I've been able to get in touch with some of my old professors too, which has been really nice. Um, and talking to Stephen Lecce as well, he was talking about distributing the books at, in the York Catholic District School Board, which is where I attended. Um, so it's really nice to see some of my old teachers actually getting the books. Um, and I'm even doing a book reading with my high school, which is really precious. So it's kind of wow. a nice walk down memory lane for me. That's very cool. Uh, if there's parents listening now uh, of young kids, from what you've learned from this experience about writing Patty in the pandemic, what advice would you have to parents? My advice to parents? Well, I mean, I'm not a parent myself, but I do have... But even, even those that are feeling the anxiety that we all are, what advice would you give as they are trying to, uh, you know, to obviously raise their kids in a positive environment? I think just remembering to not let fear kind of take over and remembering that things can work out and knowledge can really take you really far. So that's the goal of this book is to allow knowledge to be power for these children. And I think that if parents continue to 
emotionally and educationally support their children that they will be able to get through this. How did the premier find out about this? Um, so this is actually really funny. Um, I've been trying to find different ways to reach out to him. And my parents were actually at a parking lot and they saw him standing outside. So they put me on the phone and they asked him if he would be willing to speak with me. Conveniently, he had just been like not busy doing anything, which is mm-hmm. kind of odd for a, pre- not odd, but it's, uh, yeah. it's not likely that you'll see the premier on his free time. Um, so they went up to him and I gave him a pitch over the phone and he was really, really kind and receptive to my idea. So we arranged a time to meet for me to give him the book and then we kind of talked about it further. Wow, that's unbelievable. That yeah, is bizarre. So what was your meeting like with him? Um, well, my meeting was actually right before he actually talked about the book. And it was really nice. Uh, it was me, him, and then Stephen Lecce. And essentially, I just brought them the books in person. And we got to talk a little bit more about what the goal of the book was and what we wanted to do with it moving forward. Um, so they were both really friendly. I got to take a picture with them in the premier's chair, which was cool. And we were, it was nice. Wow, what a great story. What did Lecce yeah. have to say about it, the education minister? He was really excited about it as well. He seems to think that there's a good interest in it for schools and everything. So I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Wow, good for you, Nicole. What a great story. So what's next? What happens after this? You just sit back and watch it all unfold and wait for life to get back to normal? What's next for you? (laughs) Um, We'll see. I don't know if life is going to get back to normal anytime soon with this book. Uh, We're seeing how much we can make it grow. Maybe I'll write more books in the future. But for the most part, I'm just busy working away trying to share the book with as many people as possible and just focusing on my studies because med school can be quite busy. And how are you making out with school this year, considering? Well, so we were online um, for the whole period of the pandemic. Yeah. So that was very difficult for me because we were supposed to be shadowing physicians all summer. So it was disappointing, but it kind of forced us to adapt. And I'm really excited because we're going to be heading back in person. Since it's a medical program, we have to do some hands-on learning. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited on Monday to be reunited with some of my classmates again. Obviously, socially distant and wearing masks, but... Well, Nicole, Nicole, congratulations. Uh, Good for you for thinking outside of the box and and doing something during and, and, you know, making an opportunity out of this, uh, what is uh, obviously a tragic scenario that the whole world is going through. Um, But man, you've certainly taken advantage of that. And who knows what's uh, next for you? Nicole Creamy has been with us, author of Patty and the Pandemic. You can go to the website and order the book there uh, from the uh, McMaster student uh, who's making very good use of her COVID-19 time. Nicole, thanks so much for the time good luck with this thank you so much i really appreciate you having me on the show take care the scott thompson show weekdays from noon to three on 900 chml